Hi, good morning and welcome to the ZP Developer Zone. So we do this webinar every, um, it's not the ZP Developer Zone, it's the vlog and podcast. We do this every um, Sunday at 8am London time and we're essentially going to sort of jump straight into it. So as I say, we just do a wrap up of the news from Zimmer P got for this week and just sort of highlight things that we've talked about during the week. So the first thing I'll talk about now is um, the measuring of pH and glucose in cell culture. So in cell culture, I think the most widely used organism is um, Escherichia coli, E. coli. And this is a molecule that, you know, people do things like genetic engineering on and the, um, let's say molecule, the cellular organism that people do um, genetic engineering on. And it expresses um, some macromolecule of um, interest. Now, you generally do these things on small scale, which people sort of can sort of refer to as cell culture, or they can do it uh, on larger scale, which is maybe in a bioreactor. So what we've done at Zimmer Peacock is just sort of demonstrated that our um, biosensors are um, appropriate for measuring these kind of cultures, and we can get a sort of a pH or a glucose signal um, as a function of time. So it's really just an application note around the use of um, electrochemical biosensors um, for uh, measuring um, either cell culture if it's small scale or maybe bioreactors um, if it's um, larger scale. So it was nice of the team to um, do the work and also then to sort of write up that, um, write it up. Now, we had an interesting question during the week um, and we answered it, which was, um, does a electrochemical sensor require things like the addition of buffers, the addition of electrolytes? And the answer is, it really depends on the sample type itself. So, for example, you know, we used a glucose strip to illustrate the point that you can actually just prick your finger, put a drop of blood on a glucose strip, and within five seconds you get the result. So there, there was no you know, apparent addition of salts and buffers. Now, there are some of these salts and buffers dried down on the sensors, but you're not sitting there, or the user's not sitting there formally preparing the sample, you know, like you would do in a laboratory. No, in fact, they're just, I want to say, just simply getting on with it. You know, they put the drop of blood on there, the drop of blood wicks into the device under um, a capillary fill, when it gets in there, it's probably dissolving some um, salts and buffers into the sample. Um, but I would, you know, personally say that, you know, blood is actually very well controlled in terms of its pH and very well controlled in terms of its salt content. And so blood is a kind of one of those samples where, in fact, you don't need to necessarily um, do a lot of sample preparation. So the short answer is, is it necessary? Not necessarily. Not necessarily is the answer. And it really depends on the application and the sample type. And, you know, in the case of the world's biggest application, which is glucose monitoring, no, it wasn't necessary, um, apparently, at all. Um, now, some other news from Zero People this week as well. So there's a sort of real shift of um, technology because we were just talking about electrochemical biosensors. And um, something else that we put out this, this week is actually a nanopore kit that we have. So at Zimmer and Peacock... Um, we do have a um, nanopore kit. Um, it's not something um, we're super well known for, but in fact, you know, we do have this kit, and it, this is something that we've also um, got on the web store as well. So with the nanopore, you have this 
essentially tiny little hole um, and things transver transverse through that hole and in doing so um, you end up um, having a signal um, and people use it in what's called NGS next generation sequencing so at Zimmer and Peacock we have um, a lot of technologies and a lot of capabilities and one of them now that we have is um, the production of um, nanopores. Um, some other um, news from Zimmer and Peacock this week is we've um, been working on um, multi-analyte systems for quite some time um, and so we've um, the great engineers that we have have built a handheld device which allows us to do um, six channels or six analytes at a time so we put some um, images up on the um, website um, about it um, and they've also you know essentially prepared a prototype which looks pretty good uh, but the device is able to measure as I say up to six um, analytes um, in parallel so well done to the ZP team for um, for producing that um, some other news from Zimmer and Peacock this week as well. This is, I wouldn't say for fun, but something that we've done because, you know, we wanted to try it out was, and people have been talking for a while about, you know, 3D printing electrodes. Um, and so we've been, um, I want to say, having a go ourselves as well, printing some of our electrodes and getting a sense of um, how well they're working. So we will report back on that when we've um, got some data. But thank you to the ZP team. I think it sort of says, you know, at ZP, we make um, sensors from wires. We make sensors by um, screen printing. We make sensors by vapor deposition. And we also make sensors by um, 3D printing. So we do do an awful lot of, say, sensor um, fabrication. Something that I've been wanting to do for a while as well is that um, it's... Um, there's a lot of terms used in biosensing. I sometimes get these terms... And it clearly, um, people are making inquiries. And these terms often display to me that, or present to me that there's not always a common definition of terms. So I did put some terms up on the ZP website so that people could understand that when ZP is talking about things like settling time and signal resolution and signal drift and error grid analysis and biosensitivity, um, we at least at ZP we have our definition and then it allows us to have a more clear conversation with people about what uh, say what they're meaning um, by um, accuracy and precision that would be the most um, contested terms I think that we actually get at um, Zimmer and Peacock. Um, now some other news from Zimmer and Peacock this week this was really quite nice. Um, Shasha Khan one of our really excellent engineers um, went to USN um, University of Southeast Norway. I just want to say that University of Southeast Norway, they do do a smart systems um, SSI, I think it's called um, Masters. This is an Erasmus Master, so you end up working at three universities, um, and many of our engineers actually came through that Erasmus uh, Masters, and now they work for us. So I just want to highlight that Masters and say thank you to Shashikan um, 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 for going up there and um, talking about the um, her time at Zimmer and Peacock. So that was um, really appreciated. Um, now, some other news from Zimmer and Peacock this week is the um, ammonium um, fertilizers. Um, so at Zimmer and Peacock, we have a biosensor for ammonium. 
and um, we were just kind of highlighting that this sensor can be used in sort of agricultural applications. The reason that we've done this is actually there's a real, say, problem with um, fertilizer production at the moment, at least in the UK. Um, I just want to say good morning to AFTAB as well. Nice to see you, AFTAB. Um, so we're, um, we've got this ammonium fertilizer, and the reason that we're highlighting it is they've actually um, temporarily stopped ammonium production in the UK. They're still making the fertilizer, but the ammonium nitrate, I think they're not producing it in the UK and because gas prices have got so high. So this really does emphasize the fact that um, we will need um, alternative sources of ammonium or we will need to um, use ammonium in a more sort of um, controlled manner. And so our ammonium um, sensor can um, really help with that. So that's something that we're um, discussing. On our website this week something that's really quite significant as well is this technology that we have which is sensor to api so sensor to api from zimmer peacock kind of means that we're able to make a ph measurement and we're able to um, send that data immediately to the cloud and that really does open up you know a, a different kind of custodianship over the data you know where the data is you can start building new business models around um, that um, data as well so, I mean, I know in India there's a whole, you know, um, industry of app developers and application developers. And so I think this, this is, uh, sensor to API um, workflow would allow these developers to very quickly say, OK, I want to make a glucose sensor and I want to be able to prove to an investor that I can take a drop of blood, measure glucose and get it to the cloud really quickly. And with our technology stack, um, you generally can um, do that. Um, now this is really for us very significant that we're delighted that we're going to be doing an electrochemical workshop um, in October, mid-October. And we're doing this one on the 13th and 14th of October at um, SSN College of Engineering. And so a couple of us will be um, from ZP in Europe will be going across there, meeting up with Technando um, and then doing these um, workshops there. So we, we do look forward to doing that. Now, at the same time, then, just a sort of um, just with a day's break um, or sorry, a day a, a little bit before, we will also be doing a workshop at um, IIT Bombay. So we'd be very happy to be um, the guests um, of IIT Bombay and we'll be doing a workshop there as well. So this kind of complements the fact that we're doing workshops um, now in Norway. So we have a workshop in Norway in September. Um, and now we have almost like a month later a workshop in um, in India as well. And we will be announcing more workshops. Now that things are starting to open up, unfortunately, COVID-19 has become endemic rather than pandemic. Um, we will be willing to do these kind of workshops as well. This is something um, very different from everything else we talked today. But this is really a kind of movement, I want to say, that you know, there's something called Industry 4.0. And sort of connected to that is Lab 4.0. A lot of what we do at Zimmer and Peacock, if you read the sort of About Us page, you know, we said, you know, we're part of the Internet of Things revolution. Um, but we said, you know, all the sensors are kind of missing, all the chemical sensors, electrochemical sensors um, are missing from Industry 4 or, or from the Internet of Things revolution. Well, Industry 4.0 is an overall, is an over sort of arching concept which kind of says that, industry can become more efficient if the 
equipment and processes within the industry are all connected and talking to one another. So it's really a kind of feeling of Internet of Things, except you are talking about kind of monitoring and control as well. And I just want to say that Zimmer and Peacock, we do feel like we are part of Industry 4.0. Um, you know, our sensors can go in line or online to processes and we can constantly monitor um, essentially processes um, and really hopefully raise the efficiency um, of those processes. Now, Industry 4.0 is something that we actually, um, something we follow at Zimmer and Peacock. Um, so we are, the nice thing about running a business is you can actually practice or, you know, rehearse some of your technologies and skills on yourselves. Um, so, it, you know, Industry 4.0 is something that we do um, adhere to at Zimmer and Peacock. Um, and because I've got um, Af uh, because I've got uh, AFTAB on the line this morning as well, we are making our Julie platform also compatible with, um, it's called OPCUA, um, Open Platform Communications United Architecture. This is just a kind of industry standard that says, you know, if you are um, OPC UA um, compatible, then you can sort of be plugged into by other people's systems and vice versa, you can plug other people's into your systems. So we are very interested in this um, OPC UA um, compatibility. So um, if I was just to sort of wrap up the news, you know, it's it, it feels like a very um, busy week. And I think it's for us because generally we're kind of starting to come out of um, holiday season um, in, in Europe. But we have talked this week about um, measuring um, bacterial growth through glucose and pH. That's something that we're really familiar with at Zimmer and Peacock. Um, the nice thing about electrochemical sensing, at least uh, including the medical space, is you don't need to do sample preparation. This is really kind of displayed in the um, glucose space. Um, we have also got nanopore technology. So rather than detecting, let's say, molecules like glucose and lactate, we're actually able to also work um, on things like next generation sequencing of things like um, DNA. We do have the multi-analyte reader, able to read up six channels of um, tests. So you can sort of do glucose, pH, lactate, oxygen, um, creatinine, for example, um, pH, for example, as well. So we do have that reader. We do. We have put a um, quite a detailed note out there on the metrics for biosensors, and we hope that's um, sort of useful for people. And then um, we're delighted to be talking up at USN this week. Sensors for ammonium, because actually the gas crisis that's at least happening in Europe, and will also spill over to many places, including India. Then ammonium production is going down. We're going to have to use these fertilizers more cautiously, and that's why it's good to have these sensors. Um, at Zimmer and Peacock, we have developed the whole stack to go from sensor to cloud, and we do call that kind of sensor to API, and we have illustrated that with our um, pH meter. And we are delighted that we do have some workshops running in India um, in mid-October, so if you are there, please sign up. And finally, a lot of what we're doing at Zimmer and Peacock about connectivity and measuring is actually all due to, is all under the umbrella of um, industry or lab 4.0. Okay, so I want to say thank you very much if you followed along this week, and thank you to AFTAB, and um, catch some of you soon. Okay, thanks very much.